Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Big Energy, Big Magic podcast. This is your host, Rhiannon, and today I wanted to explore all about the theme of how I have come to build resiliency, especially over the past you know, two or so years since 2020. I think all of us have felt at some level or another a deeper calling towards resiliency, wherein challenges have been a little bit more repetitive, whether it's financial or you know, even personal losses or just consistent, constant upheavals in the news that call forth resiliency in us, resiliency in mindset, resiliency in faith. I think that as a collective, we have all been really called forth in building resilience in our nervous system and in our mindset, very markedly so since 2020. And I wanted to share a little bit of my takeaway and my approach. It's a little bit of an energetic approach, actually, or an understanding of how I have personally built resilience and how I think many of us build resilience in the body. And it's significant that I'm sharing this during Virgo season. Um, I did this on purpose. Uh, Whether you're listening to this during Virgo season or a different time, the lessons and the tools still stand. But Virgo season is such a potent time where we all naturally Uh, lean towards Virgo energy. Virgo is the energy of the day-to-day. It is day-to-day routines. It is organization. It is uh, very detail-oriented. And if I can put it in a word, Virgos, bear with me for a moment, but in a kind of shadowy word, Virgo is a little bit mundane. It's the mundane. It's the day-to-day. It's how do we do things, uh, our daily routines, our morning routines. What do we do kind of when no one is looking? It's the it's the mundane. So it's interesting, though, that I have really found this particular energy and this month to really strengthen my ability to tap into resilience. Why? Because I really have come to see that it is in the mundane. It is in what we do when no one is looking. Those mornings that we have to ourselves, day after day after day, what are we doing? What is our baseline for ourselves? How do we how do we treat ourselves? Are we moving towards like are we creating a baseline of honoring ourselves, taking aligned actions in the consistent mundane, the day-to-day? I truly believe that that is what builds resiliency. So I just want to share like a stark contrast from, let's say, like Leo energy, which is a lot more related to, you know, big leadership and pride and all of that. But it's actually, I really believe it's in that Virgo energy, that mundane, the day to day that we build resiliency. Remember that resiliency is long term. It is the ability to hold our ground and at times withstand challenges over a long sustained period of time. And I don't have the quote with me, but I know that there's a, there's a really good quote that's something like, we fall to the baseline of our habits, right? Or we fall uh, or we rise to the baseline of our habits. I'll have to check that quote out. But you get my drift. Like our 
baseline expectation of ourselves and what we do when no one is looking is truly, I believe, where we start to build and rise and elevate our expectation for ourselves and our expectation for ourselves, especially when we're very, very triggered and our usual ability to hold our ground might be being challenged. Then we rise uh, to our habitual kind of nervous system frequency, what's our baseline, what's our baseline resilience. So I wanted to share some of the ways that I cultivate really Virgo energy. And I'm really going on about Virgo because I personally, I have Jupiter in um, the sixth house, which is the house of Virgo. And I have really, so Jupiter is the planet of success. So I've often looked to this house and questioned like, okay, how do I express success in Virgo energy when Virgo is so, you know, day to day, it is routine. It is a little bit in the mundane. I was like, what, how do I, you know, when I first learned about that, I was like, okay, how do I express success in that? And I realized that that is really when I really hold my ground around maintaining my aligned action for myself. I maintain my vision for myself. I act in alignment with my highest vision for myself in the day-to-day, in the mundane. That is really how I have built my own version of success. And for me, you know, feeling aligned with my highest self on a regular basis, taking action, doing the big things that are in alignment with my highest self, that to me feels like success. So I wanted to share some of the things that I do, especially now that I am so conscious of, you know, I've, I've, I've had a lot of resilience called forth from me, you know, since 2020, as we probably all have, there have been sustained months where I felt like, wow, I'm really, you know, I'm pushed to my limit and my edge. And it's not just a day or a week. It's, it's a couple of months where I'm really digging deep in faith, in taking action when maybe results are in question, Um, big, big losses, personal losses, um, you know, COVID, everything. I've really been proud of and impressed by the level of um, resilience that I've shown and also the people around me have shown, you know, challenging times really show character. So how have I really, as I've come to realize that, I was like, okay, how have I strengthened my resiliency and my character? It is in the day-to-day. So let me share a little bit about the rituals and the consistency and the day-to-day habits that I really have ingrained to develop resilience. So number one, I actually am doing a workshop on self-love and mirror work this week. I will be sharing the replay to my email list. So if you're listening to this um, in the week of August uh, 29, so into September, if you are on my email list, I will be emailing out a copy of that workshop. But one of the biggest things that I have really, really kind of like dug my heels into and shown a little bit of like a fierceness with myself around like I'm very uh, strong in myself when it comes to developing self-love okay self-love is a is a big word okay it shows a lot of things but what does it mean to me specifically number one is I really dig my heels down around speaking to myself kindly especially when I'm effing up 
you know, when I when I'm doing things that I repeatedly am like, ah, oh, why did, why am I doing this again? Why am I coming up against this block again? Why am I repeatedly challenged by this? All the deep things I have really kind of drawn a line in the sand and been like, I am not going to go back to an old way of speaking to myself where I would just give up on myself or chastise myself or tell myself you know, all the mean things that we were kind of taught, you know, from from a young age to chastise ourselves or, you know, say, God, you really need to do better or all these things. I have really practiced and come to learn how do I communicate myself in a gut with myself in a guiding way as opposed to kind of like a bossy way. And it's been challenging at times. Um, One of the things that I really do for self-love is I consistently practice mirror work. So mirror work is looking yourself in the eye and taking the time to breathe, gaze at yourself, really feel into your presence, and then speak. Speak to yourself as if you were, you know, if you're a coach or a um, service-based business, how would you speak to someone who is going through what you're going through? Or how would you speak to a child? And I really dig deep. And it is in these moments, right, these conscious moments where I'm doing mirror work that I can then call forth the right action and the right languaging when I'm not in front of a mirror. Maybe I'm in front of a lot of people and I'm being challenged or I made a mistake. And it's time to show where my habits are. So in those conscious moments where I'm facing myself in the mirror and I am feeling like, frustrated with myself or going through a tough time, I really learn and build that rapport with myself of, okay, how do I guide myself through this? How do I see the good intention in this moment? And how do I kind of just gently nudge myself or realign myself back into like, okay, what is going right? How can I support you to take the right actions if I've consistently been making mistakes, let's say, or I've been feeling consistently challenged? And I've really come to learn there is no way that I can share with you the exact dialogue or the exact script or how to do this exactly because mirror work is you meeting you. It is you diving deep and learning what is it, what is the way that you best respond to guidance, to um, feedback? What is the specific way that you feel? And you will feel this click, this love growing in you as you start to develop this, okay, how can I talk to this person, this person in the mirror? How can I get through to her so that she will feel loved and supported and heard, yet also guided where guidance shows up? And It's my personal more like woo-woo belief, but I really believe, you know, the eyes are the window to the soul, are the windows to the soul. So when we are gazing at ourselves in the mirror, like there is nothing more powerful than meeting your gaze. Your soul meets your soul and you start to, when you really practice this, I feel soul connection with myself. And how, like, what is more powerful than that, than calling forth your highest self for your highest for you not somebody else not some coach not anyone else these are private mundane day-to-day moments between between you and you and i have as i started to see the power of mirror work i have called it forth regularly it's part of my daily routine so I do have daily routines. I also have a south node in Virgo. I love the Virgo energy. And especially if you're listening to this in Virgo season, there will be a lot of energy to support you in 
building routines for yourself and daily routines for yourself. So I endeavor, or it's my prayer that listening to these routines that I'm sharing or these habits that I'm sharing will inspire you to set up some kind of lines in the sand or some things that you're like, okay, I am no longer doing that and I am consistently doing this. And uh, just a quick reminder that of course, like routines, I think the ego, I've seen this time and time again with clients and with friends, when we come up with like, okay, I'm going to make a big change. I'm going to do a routine. Our ego automatically goes, okay, it's got to be big. I got to work out for an hour every morning. I've got to have a green smoothie every day. And that's, we can sometimes set ourselves up to fail in that way, because whether you have, whether you you know, maybe you'll be really consistent and you will get in an hour of a workout every day before work. But then that one day that you don't get it in, our ego can then snatch it and make it so quick to like, see, you didn't do the hour. Oh, don't forget about it. Just don't do it anymore. So make room for just little, you know, if you're running late or you or you didn't get that workout in, don't let this slide, you know, then do a quick thing in the car, do a quick little voice note or meditation or a YouTube video or an EFT tapping, create little, like it is a line in the sand, whether you have the time to do a hundred percent or 5%, you're going to do that 5% because it's a line in the sand. You've, you've, you've committed to it, whether, you know, and whether again, it's a hundred percent or 5%. So some of the routines that I'm really loving, I'm pretty set on my morning routine. I have a worksheet that my coach, Natalia Benson, shared with me, which is basically, it's just a kind of chart and you write down your intention for the day. And then I always touch on mind, body, and soul, whether I'm doing an hour long routine or I'm doing a seven minute long routine. I do something quick for my mind, which is usually currently it's something related to my business, like I'll send out a little text to someone or I'll, you know, if I'm running low on time, I'll send myself an email of something that I have to do later that is my business, growing my business related. Or if I have more time, I'll read like I'm currently reading. I share this in my previous episode. I'm reading Ramit Sethi's book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Something for my mind is usually the first thing that I do. Or um, a really good one that I often do is I'll put on a quick EFT tapping video. Um, EFT tapping is emotional freedom technique. There's a lot of videos on YouTube that's really good for your mindset. And then for body, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love to get some Tracy Anderson in in the morning, but that is an hour-long workout. So sometimes I'll just do some jumping jacks or I'll throw a song on and I'll dance while I'm making coffee, but I move my body every morning in some way. And then soul comes pretty naturally to me. I'm very, I feel very nourished in the spiritual world or in the divine world. So soul can be as simple as saying a little prayer for your intentions for the day. It can be deep meditation. Sometimes I do a spiritual um, subconscious hip hypnosis, but I touch on all those three things, mind, body, and soul. Um, another quick thing that I like that I consider body work is taking like a really nice shower and beforehand I'll dry brush. I'll use like a, a body brush and that to me feels very nourishing for my body, but I get something in for mind, body, and soul every morning. And I'll be honest, some days I feel like I'm flying after this practice. And then some days I'll have like days at a time where I'm like, is this even working? Like I lost my temper the other day, you know, even though I did a whole meditation around self-love and being kind, and then I lost my temper. Like, does this really work? And that is the magic of Virgo. It is continuing to be consistent, sometimes without seeing immediate results. The mundane is not 
you know, that big, as I shared earlier in this episode, it's not that big flush of energy, that Leo showmanship. It's the mundane. It's day to day, time and time again. And over time, we see that gift of, wow, my resilience is building. I handled that consistently better than I normally would. Those are the long-term results of this Virgo energy, this building routines and creating rituals and consistency to create resilience. And now I wanted to share some other things that the the other thing that I get to through the week. So something you can just a quick takeaway from this, I highly um, call forth in you the desire to create a morning ritual or some kind of ritual at some point in your day. Maybe you're a more of a wind down at night person, but create a line in the sand and write down three things that you would like to do every single day. You can do the mind, body, soul thing that I just shared, or you can do, you know, I'd like to have 20 minutes to read to myself every day uh, or 10 minutes to read for myself. I know when I first started this, I was really into, um, kind of building out my money and budgeting. So my line in the sand was I'm going to sit down and budget for whether it's four minutes or 15 minutes every single day, but I was going to open my bank account. I opened my wallet and I wrote down um, my expenses every single day. So think for yourself, what is an area that you are really focused on? Like, where are you being called forth, you know, AKA challenged by right now? And how can you touch on it? Like just literally like touch on that energy every single day, whether it's self-love, building wealth, really sit with yourself and create a line in the sand of I'm going to do this for myself every single day. Mornings are really powerful because our willpower is really strong and we have a little bit less resistance. And usually if we can manage just waking up like 15 minutes earlier, we can get some Something in that is already snapping us back into, okay, this is my choice. This is my aligned self. This is what I'm doing first thing in the morning. So picking, you know, one to three things that you like to do daily for yourself and just lock it in um, as a habit. So I, I've also noticed that instead of saying, okay, I'm going to do this at 8 a.m. every day, it might be easier to say, I'm going to do this after lunch every day, or I'm going to do this before breakfast every day, or I'm going to do this before bed every day, because it makes it less time dependent. Because sometimes we wake up, you know, we wake up at a different time or we have lunch at a different time, but set it, align it with a habit, a daily habit. So maybe in your morning shower every day, that's when you recite positive affirmations for yourself, or you put, um, you know, a vision (laughs) in your shower, maybe laminate it first, but do something to set yourself up for those daily rituals. Okay. I've gone on about that for a while. Now I wanted to share, I also have really locked in some weekly habits, some weekly things that help me develop resilience. And these are really more specific to the nervous system. So one thing that I have found extremely potent and helpful for working on the nervous system is breath work. So um, there's all kinds of breathwork facilitators and you can just Google breathwork. There's the Awaken app. I'll link to that in the show notes. I like to work with um, Adrian from Mindful Joy Muse and she has a particular method of breathwork that I've kind of just memorized and I do it a couple of times a week to music. But breathwork, I've drawn a line in the sand of I do breathwork at least three times a week. It's really, really, I've felt it to be really powerful for my nervous system. So I invite you, you know, whatever makes your nervous system relax, um, I'm suggesting breathwork. But doing that three times a week. Some other things that I get to is I do cold therapy. 
um, probably two times a week. Cold therapy is I either jump into a cold pool, not like an ice bath because I don't have an ice bath, but I do have quite a cold pool in the apartment complex I live in, or I'll take a cold shower at least two times a week. It's important to me for my nervous system. And these are the things that I think we can think of as luxuries or self-care. So if we're super busy, we don't have to get to them because they're kind of like bonuses. But I invite you to reframe that and look at it as, you know, as if your boss asked you to do it. Like it's an assignment. You just get it done. Whether it feels, because sometimes we relate to like, oh, I'm going to do breath work. That's nice. Or I'm going to go for a swim or I'm going to get a massage or whatever sort of self-care things we do. And it's like, oh, that's supposed to feel good. So I'm going to do it when I feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, I'm not going to do it again. But I definitely call forth that Virgo energy in you of lock it in. Some weeks it feels good. Some weeks it doesn't. But you just do it because it's mundane. It's a day-to-day. It's what we do consistently because it's for the long-term effects, not the immediate short-term effect of, oh, I feel really good that I did that. It's beautiful when that happens, but there are truly some weeks where it's like, oh man, I have to do breath work. And then afterwards, even sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't feel like a massive shift, but it it's the consistency. It's the locking it in because I really feel and know and believe in the benefits of consistent self-care. Um, And again, self-care doesn't have to be like a super expensive luxury massage. It's literally caring for your nervous system to build resilience in your nervous system. So I do breath work. I do repetitive cold therapy. And I also do massage. This is a little bit new because I actually personally don't really enjoy massages. I find them, I can get a little bit anxious when I'm in like, I'm lying down on this massage table for an hour or even sometimes I'll get like a foot spa and I get a little tippity tappity, you know, I'm like, okay, are we done? We gotta go. Like, that's just me. I don't love, I don't always like really sink deep into massages, but I did notice that the spaciousness they create in my body, if I'm willing to sit through it, um, I've had some incredible downloads, um, after a massage or the day after, or even, you know, as I consistently get massages done, I've noticed like an increase in my spaciousness and my ability to relax. And when I started to see that, I was like, okay, I'm going to lock this in. I'm going to book it in. I get a massage once a week, um, or I get a foot spa once a week and it's just locked in. So I've, I really invite you to set up some, some real systems for yourself each week that take care of your nervous system. So for me, that's breath work, cold, uh, cold therapy and massages. And for you, that might be some different things that might look a little bit different, but set up things that you, you know, you feel a nudge towards like that would be good for me to do. You know, it would be good for me to paint for an hour and I'm going to carve out the time to do that every Saturday or every weekend. And I invite you to lock it in with that Virgo, beautiful mundane energy of like, it's the mundane. It doesn't have to feel celebrated and huge. It's just, you know, you get it done. It's kind of that worker, you know, Virgo is an earth energy. It's like that work energy of get it done. Um, And even if, you know, sometimes it feels amazing to do our self-care practices. And sometimes it is literally just building resilience and habit towards aligning to your highest self. So I invite you to explore the theme of resiliency after listening to this podcast and start to build in, especially if you're listening to this in Virgo season, use that Virgo energy to really build in like a line in the sand of what you get up to every single day 
what you get up to when nobody is looking, how do you treat yourself and and abide by your standards for yourself when no one is looking, when there is not a huge celebration or pomp and circumstance to be to be had and see how it builds for you this beautiful kind of I think it's a really powerful theme of our time at this time resilience it is resilience that calls forth the power and the strength of leaders so that is all that I have for you today in this podcast if you'd like to dive further especially with this type of work the day-to-day consistency I have a intro one-on-one container currently open you can apply via the link in my profile it is a short a shorter container for kind of like an intro into coaching and into coaching with me. So if you'd like to explore that, check out the link in the show notes and you can apply for one-on-one containership with me. Otherwise, a really, really great other tool that I have for this is on my website, there is a short course called Fierce Self-Love. And in that course, you will be walked through day by day through email. You will be walked through different consistent rituals that I do to develop exactly what I've been talking about here. I created this course and called it Fierce Self-Love, but what the real outcome is, is it's fierce resilience, creating fierce resilience through self-love. So check out those two um, linked in in the show notes, and I will see you in the next podcast. Also, if you like this podcast, please do share it with someone that you think would resonate. And as always, I invite you to send me a DM if you listen to this podcast and you liked it. Send me a DM via my Instagram at Rianne and Hallie. I will see you in the next episode.